This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist John J.P. Parker are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hey, everybody, I'm John Parker. And I'm BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. Today, we out here grinding. Again, you might hear some children in the background. This is Daddy Duties. We out here trying to be great men. We daddies. Right? We, yeah, we're grown. You so, a grown man. You I, don't have to apologize for Hey, that. you're right. I'm not apologizing. I'm just keeping y'all abreast of the information. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, this is the grown this podcast. Is, this, yeah. is, this is. This, this is. is for all ages, yeah. but it's definitely the gr- for grown folks. Yeah. We're kids. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, so, today we're talking about how to use your weakness as strength. Mm. Oftentimes, the thing that is... The thing that gets on everybody's nerves that yeah. your mama used to beat you for. That she beat you for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that you used to get sent home for. That thing. Yo, um, you bringing up a lot of scarring. Okay. <laughs> I feel like this is the theme, man. I, you know what I'm saying? I apologize, man. I know you got wounds, bro. I did, bro, listen. I I remember sitting in the front office for hours and hours at a time mm-hmm. because I was talking in class. I mean... Yeah. Hush up. Yeah. Close yeah. your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hush yeah. up. Yeah, shut, shut up. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talk about weaknesses and we talk about the things that people told you mm. were a weakness that they like to remind you that you do too much, mm. but come to find out that could be your greatest strength. Could it really? It can be. Wow. Yeah. So listen, I think both of us have had the gift and the curse of the gift of gab. <laughs> there's times where that thing benefits us greatly, and there's probably been times where it put us in a position. I would love to hear what are some of the positions, sir. I'm sure our audience would appreciate hearing the positions that you go uh, have. Man, I, 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 let's put it this way. I have, uh, because of this gift of gab I have, uh-huh. it has landed me in a cuff or two, a handcuff or two. Oh, really? A handcuff or two. And not necessarily because I was uh, on the front lines with some protesters, but maybe just, you know, outside of parties, parties getting broke up, and maybe I'm talking a little too slick to the female officer, and, you know, some male officer comes to her. She uh, put some braces on you. <laughs> she was okay with it, but he didn't like it so much. Come to find out they were married. So, I, you know, I, I was just trying to shoot my shot. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And uh, use, use this gift. I didn't know that your husband was on duty, too. I didn't even know you was married. Wow. So, you know, there's times where I've come to realize I need to be quiet. <laughs> if the party's getting broke up and the officers are ushering us out. Yeah, hey, yeah leave it alone. You know, I'll be married. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's that time. I apologize. You know, so, you know, it didn't work out too well for me in those occasions. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say a time where I really my weaknesses because it's I guess my greatest gift your greatest gift is your weakness right right? and um, yeah I grew up and I talked a lot Mm -hmm. you know I remember getting the progress reports (laughs) in school you know back in the day they would this is when they were getting padlets oh boy yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so you get in trouble you don't just get your parents called Mm -hmm. you go to the office and you choose between going home getting your parent called 
or taking paddling mm, that swat from a lick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I recently found out that only happens in black school. My <laughs> Is that right? Are you serious? Yeah, I never knew that. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> North America, that's it, right? That's it, post. But yeah, so I remember getting a progress report, mm-hmm. and no matter how hard I tried, my teacher, Ms. Clark, mm. bless her heart. Bless her heart. Yeah. Trying as hard as I can, mm-hmm. fishing, holding. She would give me a progress support of yellows mm. and reds. Mm. Can I get one green? And I just wanted a couple of greens. <laughs> I, I just needed a couple of greens right, right, in my life, right, right? right? And I just remember thinking to myself, yo, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, when I yeah. bring this on to my mama, you remember yeah. house party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah, he yeah. had his report card <laughs> and he would hear the fact that he had been suspended. Yeah, 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 yeah. I needed I needed to be in a situation where I was getting greens mm-hmm. so I would not be disciplined. That's it. I don't want that. And my mother and my father, you know, in their investigation of my behavior, <laughs> believed that I wasn't doing as best as I could. Mm-hmm. And I would be disciplined mm-hmm. for yellows and for reds, yeah. man. And so I always saw my expressiveness yeah. mm-hmm. of communication mm-hmm. as a bad thing yeah. because Ms. Clark bless our heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Would give me those things and then I would get corrected and then I decided to stop using it. What huh. are some other times you've seen your weakness yeah. be punished mm-hmm. or your strength? Well, I guess it is your weakness. Yeah. Be punished in a way to discourage you. Um, I, it's funny. Um, I don't We had similar experiences in school. Mine was like all the way through uh, from elementary to even in college. Um, really seeing... Being able to have a critical eye for things, maybe you want to call it discernment, maybe you want to call it intuitiveness, but being able to see through things that were being taught to me, mm. see through things that were being told to me, mm. and then questioning that, mm. right? Um, I mean, again, high, elementary school, junior high, high school, teachers teaching me something or saying something that didn't really sit well, especially in some history classes or whatever the case may be, if I had some contrary or contradictory information to what was being told, speaking up and getting in trouble for that. Or being in high school and seeing some unfair policies being put into place, speaking up for that. Um, Being in college and having professors or even sometimes uh, advisors who I felt like weren't saying things that were true to me Mm. or were leading me in a direction that I felt I should have been going in and speaking up against that. Next thing you know, you're blackballed. You know, you're the problem student. You're the guy that, you know what I mean? That's on academic probation because you say something and then the professor wants to go back and start talking and start telling. Stop snitching, man. Watch the camera. Right, right, right. right. So now, so now. Yo, if it's a dude on the third floor. Right, 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 right. right. So the dean ringing me in the office saying, hey, man, you know, I'm getting, okay. I mean, is that what I really said? Is that what really happened? Or is this what the professor is saying? Yeah. So when you start for me, when I started spotting stuff and started speaking out about stuff and when I really started recognizing, like, yo, like, something's fishy going on, when you go against the grain, you know, that's that's problematic. You yeah. know, it even happened in graduate school. You know what I mean? I'm in a counseling program at a religious institution, quote, unquote, and I'm having issues with policies, things that I think are unfair, not on some, like, black, white, racial stuff, but just, yeah. like, in general. Like, yo, I live... 50 miles away from this area you want me to go and do this uh, this project in when I can do that in my own backyard and mm. actually do it for the kids that I think will benefit. But because you have these rules that have always been in place that aren't necessarily rules, it's just, you know, personal preferences for the, for the um, trying not to put people on blast too much, but just personal preferences for the people that are in charge of these projects. 
You know, and I'm being real vague, but I see, I can see loopholes and be like, yeah, oh, don't snitch, stop right, 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 snitch. Be cool. She snitched, but be, you didn't snitch. Be Go cool. <laughs> but I see the loopholes where I can do this in the backyard of mine and help the kids in area that I want to be in, and not yeah. off working in communities that have no value to me. To yeah. me, right? There's value in those communities, but it just wasn't for me. And when you speak up and have those conversations, start saying stuff. Next thing you know, again, I'm in grad school as a, a 30 year old man. Going to the dean's office again. A grown man. Right. The dean's office. Right, right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like, you know, people don't, they're not ready for you to, uh, you know, kind of speak up and, and stand up. and For and yourself. For yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, what I've seen in my clients, just to switch gears a little bit, mm-hmm. is that because they have encountered opposition towards their weaknesses, mm-hmm. they find themselves in depression. Yeah. They beat themselves up over the fact that they've been reprimanded or... They have been gained consequences, mm-hmm. and now they feel like they're cursed, mm-hmm. that they're not able to do any good, and that when they try, they only mess things up. Mm-hmm. And so what I've seen with many of my clients is that they come to me with that weakness, and they lead off with it. Mm-hmm. They say, hey, man, I you know, am very expressive, mm-hmm. or hey, I'm very discerning, mm-hmm. or hey, I'm, I'm this. And, and what they see is that whatever they are, or I am a female, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's just yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I am a person of color, mm-hmm. or I'm a person who has a speech impediment, mm-hmm. or I am a person who has, you know, some type of disability like autism mm-hmm. or, you know, Asperger's, Asperger's yeah. or whatever yeah. that may be. And they look at those things as almost as if the summation of their potential. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, One of the things that I have really began to do is try to help shift their perspective Mm -hmm. and say, okay, listen, this is the reality. Mm -hmm. You are a woman living in a society of misogyny. You are a person of color living in a global system that structured people of color as the bottom of the ecosystem. Mm -hmm. You are this thing. Mm -hmm. That weakness can then become your strength. Yeah. And let me show you how that has become your strength. Yeah. How have you used your weakness as strength? And then what are the ways that you've helped your clients almost reconsider mm-hmm. what they think is a weakness into their strength? Their yeah. strength? The first thing I have to do is, even for myself, is recognize uh, how I have either self, I won't say exploded or imploded, but just kind of how I have seen the strength thing be be told that it's a weakness and how it's caused me to become like a shell of who I am, right? Mm. So oftentimes, before you even start doing the work, before even for myself, I could start refocusing my weaknesses as strengths, I had to understand how I had been conditioned to believe and think that this thing is an actual weakness, right? Wow. So when we're talking with people, as you're saying, they lead with the weakness, but also like, all right, cool. Now that you had this thing out here that you think is a weakness and you're leading off with that, how has this impacted you and how have you minimized this gifting, right? So wow. that it's not even being either used to this full-on potential or it's how it's it's not being nurtured, you know what I'm saying? And grown in such a way that it can be a strength. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes working with people through that is is really where the work is, is because they 
don't know how to be expressive anymore. They don't know how to uh, utilize their giftings. They don't know how to continue to be in discernment, how to, you know, be wise and make a decision. You know, whatever this thing is, how to to talk when they've been told not to talk. Absolutely. You know, when to speak up. When, when they, they have told. to go to the office and with the green, with right. the red, with the yellow yeah. and the red and Mr. R. Wine is paddling them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Sorry. So, no, it's, it's a real <laughs> thing how suppression has, it becomes a... I don't know, like a, a self-deprecating. Just it just becomes a problem. You know, when you when you're a talkative person, right? When you have energy, when you have that passion, and the people keep suppressing it and tell you to be quiet and sit down, it, it does something to you. Yeah, it destroys you on the inside. It's a slow death. It's a bleed out. You know, and so you have to repair that wound and then get people in the mindset again of of actually doing that thing. No, speak up more. Good. No, uh, not protest and rally more, but just be more articulate, uh, have more conversations, uh, be more forthcoming. You know what I'm saying? Be more, uh, not necessarily aggressive, but just, you know, speak up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, yeah. and, and not be kind of under the thumb of people anymore. Yeah. And so for me, it was coming to the realization that, you know, like this isn't a problem. You're the problem. Yeah. Right? Or maybe the time that I'm choosing to use this gift is a problem. Or where I'm using it. Aware. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So or, I think mm-hmm. about that in a library. So I just a perfect example. Yeah. If you are shouting in a library, yeah. you are out of order. Yeah. And you will be disciplined. Yeah. 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 Restricted. Yeah. Reprimanded. Yeah. And even just uh, you're violating something, mm-hmm. but if you're shouting at a sports event, yeah, you're celebrating. You're celebrating, right? Yeah. And one of the phrases that I love is, "Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated." Come on. Right. I think it goes back to this intrinsic value mm-hmm. thing, right? Is that I'm going to the places where what I do is mm-hmm. celebrated. Mm-hmm. I think you're bringing up a key point, though, is that I need to tell the truth about the damage that's been done Mm -hmm. and how I see myself Mm -hmm. is really the starting point, right? If you see yourself as a curse Mm -hmm. or as curse, again, Mm -hmm. we're using expressiveness through communication as an example because that is our primary gift. Shout out to Build A Better Us for giving us a platform to be able to to speak, right? Appreciate you. But if you see what you do as a curse, then therefore you are cursed. Mm Yeah. Because that is a part of you. Uh-huh. And and I think what we're saying is that no matter what you are, whether you are a minority, whether you are a woman, whether you have a speech impediment, whether you have this thing, that part of what we have to do in order to see that weakness as a strength mm-hmm. is then grieve mm-hmm. how that thing has conditioned us to a negative perception of ourselves yeah. Yeah. with the diminished worth and value of what we bring to the world. Mm-hmm. And then to begin to tell the truth about who we actually are. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I am a person that creates transformation and inspiration wherever I go. Mm-hmm. I am a very methodical person in thought, mm-hmm. and I'm very considerate when it comes to people, and I want to mm-hmm. take them from one place to the next, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So they, they call it um, self-affirmation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's auto-suggestion, that I am suggesting to myself some things. And so one of the things I tell my clients Mm -hmm. is that you have to stop speaking to yourself negative things. I I tweeted something the other day um, about what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think, you know, people see things as self-help and Mm -hmm. they diminish it and say, this is dumb. Or just the whole nine. They don't want to win. They don't Mm -hmm. want to actually win, bro. Uh, And I think that's something... But I said something to the extent of this. I said this. 
I said, whatever, wherever you make daily investments will grow. That includes your fears and joys. If you sow fear, you'll reap a harvest of fear. If you sow joy, you will reap a harvest of joy. And it's just that simple. If you tell yourself every day that your weakness is a weakness Mm -hmm. and not a strength, you are sowing into a Mm -hmm. harvest Mm -hmm. of fear in your own life. Mm -hmm. And it's called self-fulfilling prophecy. Come on. Right? Yeah. But if you sow into your weakness or really your strength, sobriety and say, I can be excessive in how I communicate, Mm -hmm. but I am someone who inspired. I can be these things. Now, all of a sudden, you begin to walk with a new confidence because you have sowed into your mind through auto-suggestion that you are great at this thing, and then you begin to invest. What are some practical ways you help people take their strength, turn what they believe is their weakness Mm -hmm. into their strength? The biggest thing I use is the idea of don't cast your pearls before swine. Whoa. And for those of you that may not be uh, theologically inclined, I mean, the, the... the idea with that is, if you have a gift, mm. if you have things that you can add to culture, to society, to your neighborhood, to your household, to mm. your friendships, again, looking at strength, don't go and try to use those things in places, like you said before, aren't wanted, wow. aren't needed, aren't necessary, and aren't appreciated. So what, you mean you need to readjust yourself if what you're doing is just being tolerated, not being appreciated? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you keep finding yourself, man, I want. I know a guy who has wanted to be a pastor of some sort or deacon or elder in churches for so long. He is so underappreciated for his gifts, but he keeps pushing. And whatever environment he sees himself in to kind of be in these spaces only to get shut out because he's probably not someone that's seen by the masses as cool. Wow. Or somebody that's, you know what I'm saying, uh, should be respected or when I tell them all the time, I said, man, stop wasting your time trying to get into these doors that these people don't want you in. Man. Wow. Just use your influence where you have it, where people appreciate it, where people respect it, and stop casting your pearls before us. Why, man? Mm. They don't want it, man. Because they don't value you. Wow. Listen, bro. Don't do this to <laughs> listen, man. You always giving the gems to the I mean, people. I mean, that's you, man. You give, suit, bro. <laughs> you're giving the best to the people. Yeah. Can, can you please retranslate yeah. that again to yeah. our audience that are listening? Go ahead. If you find yourself upset and frustrated and sad and mad because you keep giving your all to people, to institutions, to friendships, to relationships where they don't respect you, where they don't value you, where they don't see your strength as a strength, mm. but it comes off as a weakness. Mm. Oh, well, you're not assertive enough. Oh, you're you're too passive. Oh, you're not aggressive enough. That, okay, cool. All right, I see you. I hear you. It's 2018. We are in platform land. There are so many ways in which a person can build their brand can make sure that their business is strong and make sure that who they are is well appreciated, that we don't have to go chasing waterfalls. Wow. We don't have to do that. So wait, you mean to tell me that if your gifts aren't being appreciated by the 20 people you're around, Mm -hmm. there's 7 billion people on the planet? Right, right, right. And there's somebody who can appreciate what you do? Come on, man. Wow. 
Bro, it's like these people who keep getting in these relationships and these people people keep getting their heart broke because they keep giving their hearts to people that don't need it, that mm. don't deserve it, right? Because they have something to bring to the table. Wait a minute, you got me going on a tangent. But they bring something to the table that's not respected, that's not appreciated. So if you have something that you see is a strength, but people keep telling you it's a weakness, that's on them. That's wow. not on you. Don't be stuck and stagnant in a place or around people or an institution or at a job where your strength keeps getting stifled or wow. keeps getting put under a bushel. Man, if I could tell, I love your point about being able to move on. If I could tell you the amount of time that what I was doing was mm. discouraged mm. in a tribe mm. and I almost believed it. Yeah, yeah. And I almost gave up. Yeah. And yet I said, you know what? Maybe somebody appreciates this. And if they do, then maybe what I have is valuable. Mm -hmm. And so one of the practical applications is you have to go where you are appreciated Mm -hmm. in places that can remind you that what you're doing is valuable. What I would also say, just as a caveat, is this, though. As you learn that what you're doing is valuable, Mm -hmm. you need to also be willing to further invest in that gift Mm -hmm. so that it's not just a raw talent. It's a mature expression. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do this for a living, you got bro. It. I hear you. I, I, I do this for a living. I they, got some work I need to do They now. pay me. Right. They pay me to do this, right? <laughs> yeah. It's no longer a raw expression. Yeah, yeah. It's a mature investment mm-hmm. of who you are yeah. that can be then usefully experienced within the world. Yeah. What's some closing final applications? That you would have for folks. Man, I, I I mean, what you said was beautiful. I really just want to piggyback off of that. You know, the book, is it um, Outliers? Yeah. It talks about the 5,000 hours or 10,000 hours or whatever it is yeah. to, to be an uh, expert at something. And I think that once you are awakened, right? If you've heard this conversation, if you're sharing this with other people, once you come to the realization that, hey, this is not a weakness, this is a strength, you're saying what you just said was to refine that gift so that it's just not something that you're just doing. I'm saying, man, make sure that you grind, 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 grind. So that thing that you have, that strength that you have is automatic. It's muscle memory. Mm. It's Steph Curry, bro. Somebody put up a post the other day. Oh, man, we were so excited when Ben Simmons hit 17 threes in a row. And then Steph shoots 93. He he hit 93 out of 100. Wow. And so we're like, "Uh, there's levels to this, right? It is levels. So if you you happy to make 17 in a row... Mm. Uh, but you got a guy out here that's making 93 out of 100. Goodness gracious. I'm sure there was some 17s in a row more than that. You know, I'm sure Goodness there was a 20 gracious. in a row, 25 in a row, 50 in a row. If you out here just settling for 17 in a row, that works. But there's somebody out here making 93 out of 100. Wow. So if you're if your gift isn't, if, you're, if your strength isn't muscle memory, if it isn't automatic, if it isn't to the place where any point, any time, you could just use it pull and up. utilize it and pull and shoot. up and shoot and bro. knock the three down from half court come on off the bench you know what I'm saying <laughs> cold <laughs> legs is cold knees is cold but you can walk in and right. drop a three pointer from half court man I, I'm gonna just keep using warrior stories I heard the other day <laughs> that there was this one night that uh, uh, Clay Thompson overslept their practice right overslept didn't show up Cats are like, where's Clay? The dude had 51 points the next night no the dude I mean he just when you got it bro when you out here the dude overslept and missed practice. Missed game day practice. Did he AI? Man, man, practice. The Allen Iverson. Come on, I. man. Did the dude went for 51? He went to the club tonight. <laughs> right, right. Was gone. You're like, you know what? I'm going to pop these bottles <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to play the uh, the San Francisco team the next day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. hilarious. So, yeah, man. So, it's just like, bro. I mean, I think that's for me. Like, I mean, you said it, bro. Like, like you, it has to be a thing because what will happen is 
and people can find chinks in your armor, mm. right? If they can hem you up and put you to a corner, and all of a sudden you're back in, oh, this is a weakness mode, and now you now you're quiet. That's good. You've been talking, but now you're quiet. That's good. Because people didn't bite you into a corner. That's good. And so, you didn't have it ready. So what I would say is practical application is you're absolutely right. You need to be just as clear as you are about your strengths. Mm-hmm. You need to be clear about your weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's always people who would love to just tell you about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I got people who yep. oh, they bite at the opportunity <laughs> to tell me about myself. Yeah. Yep. And here's the thing. If I haven't already taken a sober assessment mm-hmm. of myself, mm-hmm. I'm taken back by the criticism, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know that you have a sober assessment of yourself that when people start critiquing you mm-hmm. as you try to change, yeah. you really know that's not even a full story. Right. Yeah. They don't even know half of it. They yeah. they think that's the totality. Oh, there's way more mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah. And you've already engaged that part of you, but you know that is something that has shaped you and is a part of you, but it does not define you. And this is what I would say. Your weakness may be something that's a part of you, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to define you, right? right? Um, And you're going to need that, that encouragement, because there is always people, especially people who are silently competing with you. Mm-hmm. I know people of faith, yeah. people not of faith, mm-hmm. people in professions, mm-hmm. that when they see you moving towards a certain goal, oh, they got to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. got to knock you off mm-hmm. your high mm-hmm. horse mm-hmm. to remind you of whatever said weakness. Yeah. And I would say, remember this. It's okay to tell the truth about your weaknesses, and it's okay to say, it is, I can be these things. Mm-hmm. I am a person of expression and mm-hmm. transformation. Mm-hmm. I can be abrasive. I can be these things. Mm-hmm. And those are one of the practical ways I help my client. Any closing mm-hmm. thoughts of weaknesses yeah. being strengths? Yeah, um, two things, if I can remember the second one. Uh, but you got me excited. So you, the, what you just said reminded me of the scene in Django. Django. Uh, right, where Samuel Jackson. When he cried? No, 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 like, with Samuel Jackson. No, cry. He's in his arms safely and he's crying. Go ahead. That's a different situation. But when Samuel Jackson uh, sees uh, Jamie Foxx riding on that horse. <laughs> on that neck. <laughs> on that neck. And he wanted to pull him off that horse so, so bad. Who's that on that neck? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Saw him in his fancy suit. Boy, he couldn't, take, he couldn't stand that. Wow. But that's how people be. They see you pulling up on that horse, mm. using your weakness as strength. Mm. Mm. This is BJ here? Mm. Who is this BJ here? On the nair. Oh, on that nair. On that <laughs> nair. blue royal suit on. Right, right, with yeah, that nair. Yeah. And they gonna, they gonna, it's going to be automatic for them wow. to try to pull down. But So this is when you have to have, it's my last thing, I promise. You have to have squad, right? Mm. So that when you pull up, it like, yo, I was in my blue suit. I was on that nair. I was in the zone. This dude shot me this shot. Boy, it disrupted my whole core of who I am, right? <laughs> so you get with the homies, or you get you a life coach, or you get you a therapist. Get you a life coach. You know, get you a life coach. Really? Right? What kind of life coach can they find? Any life coach you know of? I think this is guy, uh, BJ116. Really? Is yes. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need a life coach, yeah. and you would love, we would love to connect with you. For sure. Right? Yeah. I'm a life coach. Yeah. Um, if you go to buildabetterus.com mm-hmm. and go to BBU Coaching, mm-hmm. I'd love to connect with you. We set up a free consultation. Yeah. And we can talk through yeah. 
any of the issues that you have. Where yeah. how can people find you? See John Roar, S-E-E-J-O-N-R-O-A-R. Gaming wow. platforms, Twitter. I mean, that's there. You you, you hit me up. I see I this. Respond, I've tried right? this. I've tried right, this on right, the platform. Right, right, it actually right, works, that's right? It. Yeah, so the idea is like, man, like when when you resist the temptation to fall back in the idea where your weakness is a weakness. If you're confident, if you're strong, even if somebody shoot they shot and they kind of rock the horse a little bit, don't fall off. You might mm. ride sideways a little bit till you get back on there. Mm. But you got to keep somebody in your life that'll help you stay confident and make sure that weakness stays strength. Absolutely. Yeah. And our job is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.